It's time now for Practical Faith with Pastor Nick Cash. In Practical Faith, Nick gives five minutes of fuel for following Jesus in your everyday life. So what faith really comes down to is this. Is God trustworthy? Can I really trust God? Is, is he really who he says he is in his word or not? Will he really do what he says he'll do or not? Now, the way we normally determine the level of someone's trustworthiness is by comparing their words to their actions. Do they do what they say they're going to do? Do they keep their promises? Are they really who they claim to be? If we want to apply this test to God, how can we compare his words to his actions? How can we compare the words of God against the actions of God to see if they match up? The way we can do this is by looking in the Christian scriptures, the Holy Bible, And we can ask one simple question, does God keep his promises or not? Does he follow through on the things he says he's going to do or not? And as we search through these pages, we find that the Bible is replete with examples of God's faithfulness to humanity, the most important of which being the prophecies regarding the provision of a Savior and how every one of those prophecies was fulfilled in Jesus of Nazareth. Now, this is when the skeptic inside me rises up and says, but how can you really know How do you know that everything in the Bible is true? How do you know that Jesus did all the things that the Bible says he did? Well, the way I know is because of the testimonies of the people who witnessed those things firsthand. They wrote down everything they saw and they submitted their eyewitness accounts to the scrutiny of an entire generation of people who had also witnessed those very same events and who verified the accuracy of what those eyewitnesses wrote. The authors of the New Testament knew that if their reports were inaccurate, plenty of people would have been very happy to point that out. The Roman government, the Jewish political establishment, many other prominent groups were very eager to discredit Christianity, and yet we have absolutely no ancient documents contemporary with the first century that contest any of the first of the New Testament texts. None. I know the Bible is true because the apostles and the first century Christians had nothing to gain by sticking with their Jesus Messiah story if it was a hoax. In fact, they had everything to lose if their story was a fraud, and most of them were willing to lose everything in this life because of the truth of their testimony. Now, there's another reason I trust that the Bible is true, but it'll take a moment to explain, so hang with me. See, most of the world's religions depend entirely upon the testimony of one single super spiritual witness to their faith to be true. Siddhartha Gautama, he meditates under the Bodhi tree and single-handedly uncovers all the truths regarding Buddhism and the Nirvana. Muhammad enters a cave and he comes out having had the entire Quran dictated to him personally by the angel Gabriel. Joseph Smith alone digs up a set of golden tablets that contain all of the teachings of Mormonism. Do you see the theme? In order to adhere to the doctrines of these faiths, You have to accept the testimony of one singular individual and that their solitary account of what they saw and experienced alone is true. Now compare that to Christianity. Jesus did not even testify to himself at all. Instead, an entire generation of people made up from all different ages, all different walks of life, education levels, all different socio-political strata, they all told the story of Jesus's life for him. And the agreement of the details of their testimony has a purity and an accuracy that is unmatched in any other historical writings of any kind, whether secular or religious. So think about it this way. How do we know the Visigoths sacked Rome? How do we know Genghis Khan ruled a vast Asian empire? How do we know London burned in a great fire in 1666? How do we know a man walked on the moon in 1969? I personally, I didn't see the moon landing. I mean, ultimately, we're all taking somebody's word for all of history, right? 
if we did not see or personally experience these events ourselves, then we're trusting that the people who did see and personally experience those events are telling us the truth, that they are giving an accurate account of what they saw and experienced. Now, how do we examine the accuracy of those eyewitness accounts? We evaluate the trustworthiness of the sources, the witnesses themselves, based on how they reported, how do their stories line up with the stories of other eyewitnesses from the same time? Was their word accepted by their own contemporaries or not, and by the generations that immediately followed? And then we look at the artifacts from those events, the archaeology. We see if that matches up with what they said. We see all of this, and then we reason by faith that what we have been told must be true. A group of people, a large group of diverse people saw and personally experienced these events. They recorded what they experienced in some way, you know, whether in writing or in video or whatever, as in the case of the moon landing. And then the generation that was alive at the time those events occurred confirmed the accuracy of those eyewitness reports, as did the generations that immediately followed. They had the freshest, most reliable sources to judge the accuracy of those reports. So in the case of the moon landing, I trust an entire generation of people from all different walks of life who say they saw it happen. So I'm taking their word for it, but based on the evidence and the comparison of everyone's testimonies, I believe they're telling the truth. There are many more reasons, all far more deep and soul awakening for believing that the Bible is true. So in part two of this series, I'll dive into those reasons and explain how faith edifying and honest, critical look into the historical evidence of the Bible can be. Thank you for listening to this episode of Practical Faith. Access more free resources on how to integrate Christian faith into your everyday life at liketreesplanted.com.